Lieto, The Journey, a podcast like our Ngozi. Lieto, The Journey, The Journey. Hi, and welcome back to yet another episode of Leto the Journey with me, Kaunin Kosi. Um, as perfect and as fancy this podcast may not be, <laughs> I really hope and pray that it serves its purpose, a purpose of sending a message to that one person um that certain individual who wanted clarity who didn't know what's going on in their life who wanted um assurance somebody who wanted guidance who wanted light and somebody who needed understanding um with that said you know sometimes i wonder where i'd be if i wasn't one who was called you know being mamusebeleti a prophetess mkule etc at my age because i mean this is all i know you know and me being called and realizing this at a young age where i felt like i i didn't really have a choice because of how things turned out in my life it's very weird you know um and me coming to terms with the whole gift was rather a challenge because I believe, um, like I, I actually mentioned in my previous podcast, or I mean previous episodes, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, my mom is also a traditional healer. And, you know, I used to go to initiation with her while I was very, still very young. And I accepted the fact that, you know, this thing runs in the family. And okay, now my mom is one. And seeing everything that she had to go through, I just felt like, you know what, um, I acknowledge the fact that I understand what's going on with the hardships, the struggles and everything. I don't think I want this for myself. And only to find that, bam, <laughs> Mugiel, you're also part of the clan, you know. And um, I must say, I wouldn't have asked for it in any other way because I believe that my gift keeps me grounded. Um for the fact that I had to mature before my time and um, me seeing a lot, understanding things and um, life and understanding life a whole lot better, you know, and um, having experienced so much at a tender age and me knowing what I know right now and being in a position to actually try and hold somebody's hand and literally clean their eyes for them to be able to see clearly and start their journey and help um awaken the healer in them for them to actually help themselves in in literally uh healing the past generations and you know it's 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 something that I'd really want to say um now I know better and I can see clearly now the rain has come. <laughs> I don't know. It has gone. Well, that, that thing this just came in my mind. And I must say, it is, is it Penguins of Madagascar? <laughs> yes. But anyways, on today's episode, we are talking about trust issues, 
generational trauma and um having a choice of literally taking this journey or accepting this journey and not right um and hey <laughs> i know this conversation one would be like okay what about trust issues um well this episode will make a whole lot more sense if you've listened to the one before this one about wanawa badimu and being wanawa badimu um literally comes with a whole lot of responsibilities and can actually be too much at some point one would say it's a blessing and a curse at some point but like i said before um it's also how you choose to look at it but even worse when you're initiated because every stage comes with its challenges you know some people would feel like okay because they say i have those calling and my life is literally upside down let me just go to initiation school and when i come back my life would have changed for the better it's it it makes more sense if you go through this journey with an open mind and learning and unlearning certain things that you realize as time goes on that they don't really add on to the person that you need to be because immediately when you go to initiation school you cannot come out the way you went in and the more literally when you're in initiation school things actually become worse before they come be, become better and you also would have the challenge of saying but what would they really would they really honest with me when they said i had this gift right and what i've seen the people i've met understanding the roots of their problems and all that added to my trust issues because i've got to fully understand that motohaitsu is sinaga meaning you can never confirm a person and it's usually those close to you who end up doing you bad right nobody will just come out of nobody would literally come from timbuktu and hence people would say if somebody breaks into your house this is somebody who studied you very well you know and they know the times you come in and come out they know the house very well you know somebody would literally it will never be somebody who's far and it's bad because it's usually the people that you least expect them hurting you your family members and 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 usually your intuition is also on some other level and you picking up vibes um that people bring it really takes a lot to trust especially also with my experiences while growing up and dealing with humans guys dealing with human beings is exhausting you you don't even have to be one other demo but i believe trust issues stems from you know consultations what people go through and what other people make them go through and You know there's some instances when people come and ask for help or I need to help doing a certain thing or need to literally need to go to a certain home to do a ritual or go help them with certain things and then you know it's it's hectic what people actually do and it's even bad when it comes to your own parents who I mean how does somebody give birth to you and still doesn't want to see you succeed you know and i think also some of these things just add up and people's life experiences literally add up to you actually not finding it very easy to trust which is not right because some people literally are genuine and there's a saying once bitten twice shy and sometimes some people literally have to die because of what others put you through or because of what you've seen before but what can we say as life so 
um also one asked if you inherit um do you inherit the gift or are you born with it right well you are mostly born with it but in a situation where somebody in your family that is close to you is sent right say your mom has a calling uh your aunt has a calling and 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 you were also born with it. There's like literally a line, right? A line of people who are supposed to literally um, continue this thing or the gift that you have. You know, there are some families or, um, yeah, some families who are gifted. They are prophets, they are sangomas, they are healers. And there's different stages and different healers and sangomas, Right. Um, so sometimes you are next in line or sometimes you are in line, but it's not really that hectic. You have that spark of this gift or this calling. But if somebody before you, if somebody before you doesn't want to take this journey or literally is in denial or is trying by all means to run away from it, it will literally affect you, the one who's next in line. But because ancestors also have a way of making you understand that they are there understand that you are called understand the task that you are given they will make sure that they hurt you with the next thing that is close to your heart and in most cases even the bible would say that you know you would suffer as kids because of what our parents did right so in most in most cases if your mom had this calling and she then decided, oh my God, I'm going to run and go to church and rather be a priest instead. You can't choose on how you want to take your calling and use it. Because they already know that we want her to be a Sangoma. You can't be like, oh my God, no, I want to be a prophet instead because I think it's easier and, and, and. So sometimes then your calling even becomes more strong and hectic on you. And literally, because then if you suffer, then your mom would literally wouldn't want to see you suffer unless your mom is literally on some other level. But now I'm using your mom as an example for you to better understand, right? So in most cases, um, if one person doesn't actually go through answering this calling, it moves on to the kids even stronger because ancestors also understand that it will even hurt you more when parents see their kids suffering because of them more like them pushing you to actually answer this calling well this may mean you've always had the calling but it wasn't that hectic until such a situation came up uh, and then it's even more provoked by being in denial because a lot of people literally try by all means to literally run away from their calling right and they know this through their dreams through consultations, through readings, through them being prophesied and so forth. Because you understand that there are situations where you are told that you've got the gift from your mom, your aunt, for an example. And you like, but how? You know, there are times where maybe you're prophesied or you went to see your pastor, somebody who can literally um, read your life and what is going on and tell you about it somebody just prophesying that i see a gift in you and you're like but where do i get it from and then they tell you that actually you got that from your mom and you're like how my mom traditional healer no ways my mom a prophet no ways um this may be because it's something that they've always ran away from something that they always um denied 
something that they've always literally just ignored and they thought that ignoring it will just literally just make it go away and sometimes it successfully does for a short period of time or a few years where people would just be like oh my god life is perfect now i told you that this is gonna go away or you're just gonna go to church and somebody's just gonna pray for you and tell you that these are demons they're gonna go away even make them worse They'll chill for a few months, but when they come back, they return, Baba. <laughs> you shall burn. You will burn. No, you will feel it. You will literally feel it, right? So um, one would say, but my mom goes to church, etc. Oh my God, no, but my mom this. No, but my aunt. No, I've never seen that. I've never realized that. But in most cases, people run and ditch the calling by other things and they suffer through finances or health issues, things just not going well and the small, small bad lucks that they may experience in life, relationships not working out and they're fully aware. You know, somebody would be like, Ugh, they say this keeps happening because I apparently I have some sort of a calling and you know, I don't like that or I don't want to do that or I don't see myself as a prophet. I don't see myself as a prophetess. I don't see myself as a pastor. Oh my God, worse. I don't even see myself as a Goma. What? Beats, cloth, me. A whole diva. Nails, wigs, and, and me? No ways. And, you know, sometimes it's not even that hectic. And the more you prolong this, the calling, the journey, and it's even worse if you are made to know about it. If you are made to know about it and your ancestors know, even the Bible says it. You know, if somebody is doing something wrong, that is wrong, and they don't know about it, the punishment may be, you know, a little. But if somebody is doing something wrong, and they are fully aware, and they are in the knowing that it's wrong, then you know, my sister, my brother, you going to feel it. Our ancestors are hurt, right? In most cases, I'd want to put it in that way to say, you know, most of our ancestors are hurt, and you going through the process, you are healing the pain, the source of the pain and 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 what one would say is generational trauma and every generation running from what needs to be done and um you not even going through the process is even creating more generational trauma and curses if we may put put it that way you know people be like oh my god we need to be breaking generational curses this is what's happening. You know, the more you prolong this, the more you stretch it, the more you ditch it. You know, you have kids, your kids suffer, their kids, their kids, kids suffer and, 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 and then you go to get help and then they tell you that, oh my God, this started by your great, great grandmother. What, what, what? You guys used to do this. They used to live there. They used to do that. And now they don't do it anymore since your ancestors were angry. You remember that your ancestors are people Especially when you have a calling. It's 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 maybe somebody who didn't do their the, the, the calling or literally didn't answer their calling and now it's moved on to you. And if you also decide that, oh my God, this is not for me, because then this person passes on, maybe with 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 with, with having actually denied the whole thing, and now they can't be in peace because they need to keep it going. They need to keep it moving. And then the next responsible person, they're like, oh my God, Ghana's going to be next in line. And Ghana's like, I'm not coming. Nothing will work out. Generation to generation, nothing will work out. 
So sometimes our family members or relatives don't want to talk about this and how it of it affects them because they're in denial or just don't want to start the, the healing process and walk the whole journey, which is understandable, especially when you do not understand or have seen people go through a lot in this journey because I will tell you this for free. There are some gomas or gobelas who actually initiate and literally even cause you even more pain, right? Because they experience the pain and they want to make sure that the next person feels it. You know, there's something about my mom that I love so much that she will literally try by all means to make you comfortable because she understands the journey. She's been through it. She's been hurt so many times and she wouldn't really want the, the next person to feel that pain. Because I really don't see the reason why you'd want to actually make someone suffer because you suffered. And you want to make them understand and make sure that they know that you suffered and they will also feel it. And this also creates more damage because we are from different walks of life, different backgrounds. And sometimes you get to initiation school, you don't even know how to literally start a fire outside. And you need to start doing that by yourself. And... The whole journey is not gentle with you. It would depend on the damage that had already been done before you went to initiation school. But it just makes it even more worse if you're at a place where your ancestors didn't send you, but you went there on your own or somebody just forced you to go there or some gobella just was like, no, pull through, I'll help you. It even makes the, the situation even worse because some people run away from such initiation schools, creating even more pain, even more you know it, it just messes things up even way worse right so um yeah i'd understand why some people would just feel like oh my god me going to suffer in somebody's house is not gonna happen and some gobelas literally forget the reason why you're there they start domesticating you some of them start making you wives some of them start doing these weird and shady things because one thing that i know for sure ancestors are very clean you can't be initiated in initiation school and be dating. That can't work. You can't be in initiation school and be literally focusing on the outside world. What's happening? Oh my God, it's, you know, people are in initiation school, but they still go to events. They still mix with people who do earthly things and weird things that aren't support. You need to be clean and stay away from other things, sexual intercourse, being with partners, you know, you need to focus strictly on this journey. That's why when you start this journey, you need to be ready emotionally, physically, and brah, literally in every way possible because you need to stay away from a whole lot of things. This is dating. This is, and you know, at times I would literally say, I'm very grateful that this happened when I didn't really know much and I was not, in, I had not engaged with a lot. Right. So it's very difficult if you start at a later stage where you have a family and you're forced to actually just focus and literally just forget about them for a bit. A husband, dating, your girlfriend, fiance, hey, hey, where, where, boyfriend, you know, such things. So some people are literally scared of the process because also the people who are given the platform to explain this whole thing are literally not doing the things. I mean, certain shows that disgrace this whole journey of being a traditional healer, undertaking this whole thing of African spirituality, people just decide to literally just go on TV and do their own things where 
it literally has nothing to do with the process and this is literally what scares other people because some people don't even know this from anywhere they've never heard about it they've never seen it they all all they know is just that it has something to do with spirits and some people will be like oh my god this is demonic because they were given the wrong end of the stick right so I, I really do understand sometimes when people just feel like, you you know what, I'd rather die and maybe this will go to somebody else. But you're not healing yourself. You're not helping yourself. But sometimes some initiators literally leave initiates even more broken than they came because of how they treat them. Instead of literally teaching them with love, everything is just done with revenge and so much hatred. And if you see that this initiate has more gifts than you do people start doing weird things and this all all this is witchcraft and one thing that you also need to understand is that you can actually go to initiation school to go through with being a prophetess um which means you literally you're quiet you are quiet you're not like a sangoma you don't dance you just you can read bones you know um and you can also be a prophet a prophet or a prophetess where you're just using water the bible and the swash you know there's differences to these things but i'll literally get more into it if you're interested like i'd say if you want to actually know more if there's questions feel free to drop in a message on my dm at gaunimudimo on instagram or gaunimudimo on twitter ask as many questions if you want to know something if you want to understand something that i've said and it didn't literally make sense i'll literally answer as best as i can but i hope this brings you light and some sort of understanding and this brings us to the end of this episode love and light see you in the next episode <laughs>